We're recording. All right. We're talking about the law and beer because it's a lot of fun. America. <laughs> Joe's favorite country. Hey, I'm back, guys. Hi. Yeah, we missed Joe. Hi. Yeah. So we got Joe and Kevin back today, and we have a very special guest. We've got Annette. Annette specializes in social media well, attorney stuff. Yeah, kind of. So um, first, we actually can't say specialize because specialization requires a certain ethical rule and state bar says yada yada so my area of concentration however is internet law right um and it does circle around social media as part of that aspect like yeah. we learned something new already i just thought it meant you wear a helmet or didn't wear a helmet <laughs> my bad <laughs> like like window yes Wind. window all right. licking all right because <laughs> joe wears a helmet i wear a helmet to work, to work so, so i lick yeah. windows okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> hi <laughs> So this is something that uh, a lot of it, breweries and, and businesses, they have to deal with a lot of legal aspects in running their business. And one of the big things that everybody uses now is social media. And it's very easy to go on and make some comment or have someone make a comment against you. And sometimes you're like, I'm going to sue that guy. So right. we're going to kind of cover some of that kind of stuff, like what you can, what you can't do. Uh, we'll give a lot of examples, and there's a lot of things I've ran into and maybe some conversations with some other people that are some other experiences I'm aware of. So we're going to cover some of that kind of stuff. Should cool. you throw the disclaimer out that this isn't a legal <laughs> advice or anything like that? Right, right. Might. Yes, yes. This is all general conversation. Nothing is meant to be construed as legal advice. And to the extent that you need it, you can contact me. Is this episode brought to you by Learner and Row? Uh, it's the way to go. Nine seven seven. Do you have a really cool commercial too? Uh, no. Why not? Yeah, about that. There's, there's Let's a, go. There's a story. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> well, there's there um there are attorneys who make their living off of jingles, and there's the ones who practice. So are you saying they're douche wow. canoes and they actually don't do work? I don't know anything about them. Well, actually, I have had people that are represented by them. Um, but I, I just withhold. Comment. What about the blue, the bulldog one that's blue, that thirty third and a third? Oh, well, that's the thirty third and a that's a thirty third and a third is actually quite usual. That's that's their uh, pre litigation rate on the high end yeah, for that, contingency like for contingency fees. But that's your yeah, that's your what we call in the industry, good, bad, or indifferent, the ambulance chasers. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah. CYA. Do they follow you? Yes. You got people in suits with briefcases yeah, like running I down. First name base with these guys. I thought you meant like, do I have a fan club or anything? Uh, we all know yeah. you do. Actually, um, thanks to this podcast, I have become quite famous. I do have a fan club now. You were way famous before My this. mom started it, so it's pretty <laughs> cool. I got like three followers. <laughs> so I'm a big deal. Nice. Just so you guys know. Nice. <laughs> so... Uh, when you come in, we spend a lot of time talking about law in cases, and I'll throw out some examples and maybe stories I've heard or something I might be going through, and you relate it to something else that that you're working on because it's uh, uh, yeah, I love I love the law as much as I love beer, and you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I mentioned before, I wanted to be an attorney, right? So right. I love to like pick your brain and ask questions, and my wife's always leave her alone. She's working. She's not working right now, but but I want to know. <laughs> And I love this stuff, so I'm excited to have you on. I'm excited to talk about some of this stuff. So let's let's go right into this. Okay. So one of the first things I want to talk about is when an owner goes on and posts something on social media, whether it's right or wrong, true or not, at what point are is it start to border or border of Breaking the law, exactly. I'm say, what point is it going to get you in trouble? Is it just because you were exaggerating or you actually flat out made a wrong quote or is it from promoting something? Well, there's, wow, you just actually threw up like three or four different, total different concepts. Um, so, you know, opinion, God bless America and our First Amendment, we can say whatever the fuck we want to, right? Which is good, bad, indifferent, depends on, you know, um, the one thing about First Amendment is it doesn't apply to just the things that we like, right? So, um, what about hate speech? <clears throat> oh, <laughs> that's all wow. Horrible, right? that's well, all yeah, but well, but see, but like, what is you know, I mean, what is hate speech, right? So it's got to incite immediate violence um, or take immediate action. And a lot of times when it's online, 
the question is, is, is a keyboard warrior, like, what's hate speech? They might be like, you know what, I hate you because you're a Jew motherfucker and come up with some dumbass bullshit. that escalated bullshit. fast. Well, that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's what, that's what that's you what see. Happens, like, think yeah. of, like, half of the, you know, I mean, the, I think it was Amazon or somebody just actually took a big, um, a big anti-Semitic uh, website down um, because of it, because of things that they were being said. So, um, but, you know, that kind of goes to like terms of service. And there are some First Amendment attorneys that will argue that hate speech, um, it, it's, it's, you know, it's got to be something imminent. It's got to be something going on. Somebody behind their keyboard, and I'm, I'm actually kind of stealing some content from um, another First Amendment attorney that I just heard. And he's a very good friend of mine, Mark Rendaza. Um, he, he was talking about like, what's somebody going to do? They're, they got to put on their fucking pants. They got to put down their damn, you know, cheese pocket or whatever pizza pocket that they're <laughs> eating they're gonna have to get up Tostinos. and go do something they have to physically go do something like you know it this isn't and everybody says you know running into a, in a crowded theater and saying fire uh-huh. um but online like really is it gonna happen like how do you know it's going to happen i mean is this person continuing to escalate like hey i'm at your house i'm at your door i'm you know i'm looking at you you're wearing fucking boxers with hearts on it like, now all of a sudden you're starting to freak out because you're like, shit, I really do have boxes with hearts on it. This motherfucker's outside my door. That's only if their mom let them out of the basement, though. So <laughs> well, you got to get permission yeah, first. But see, yeah, but yeah, see, but that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like, yeah. on the Internet, it's like, really, what's the harm? And so hate speech, there's, there's an argument now these days because it's not like they're in your face. Although, arguably, it is in your face because Internet is kind of in your face these days. So, I, I mean, I can see both sides to that, that these kinds of mm-hmm. arms and arguments, but... You do have that question. So, so yeah, getting to your, your hate speech thing, that's, you know, kind of where it goes on that. Um, you had also mentioned, uh, you know, when somebody gets online and, you know, a business owner and mm-hmm. they, they post something. Well, first of all, you don't want to post anything as a business owner that's not truthful. Um, in certain advertisements, they're going to be considered fluff. But if you're talking shit about somebody else, it should be true and you should be able to back it up otherwise it may be running into the realm of defamation and you don't want that so just from my experience because i wanted to be an attorney i play one on my podcast (laughs) for 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 defamation you have to prove damages um well it depends because damages could be per se so in arizona we have we have defamation per se and we have defamation per quad which is basically everything else and defamation per se could be like, you know, if I said Brandon Richter stole $100 from my wallet when I was in the bathroom what at about his him establishment. My heart? Does that Aww. count? <laughs> 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 but if I made that comment that you stole something, that's, that's, that's uh, giving some sort of criminality to an action. And damages are therefore are presumed okay. in this state. Um, so, yeah. Like, if, if you're talking about... Um, you know, somebody being unchaste, maybe not being faithful to their wife or husband um, or whatever the situation may be. If that's not true, that could be defamation per se. So in some instances, damages are already presumed. Okay. All they have to prove is that you said it and it was, you know, false. Does it become a monetary thing at that point? Well, yeah, and injunctive relief. So meaning they might tell you to, you know, you might get an order that says Stop talking shit. Uh-huh. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. But there could be damages, and I've seen big damage awards before. Okay, so at that point, is it good to get an attorney? Because this is not something you ever want to handle by yourself. No, I don't ever recommending. Because <laughs> 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 I, you know, it, it, lawyers are expensive. They're fucking expensive. Yeah, they are. Um, I, and I get it. Hmm? So I like your car. <laughs> 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 I do like my car. Yeah. That's, I work a lot of hours, though, mm-hmm. so... Um, <laughs> Do you work a lot of hours here at the brewery? Because this is where I see you all the time. Well, that's you're, you're always here every time I'm here, so what are you job. talking about? <laughs> I only work two days a week. <laughs> like, I work two days a week. Like, sometimes, you know, that's the one great thing about the kind of practice that I have. Most of it's virtual, so if I have a laptop, I can travel. Nice. Yeah, we have yeah. a lot of people who like to, quote, work here during the day. It's hey, great. I brought my laptop there the other day and did some studying, uh-huh. and you weren't even here. Last, I, I took a picture last week. This guy walks in, opens up, him and his girlfriend, they both open up laptops. I'm like, okay, they're going to be working. I thought, I think they're playing games. And then he says, no, I'm actually working on some coding. Kevin, you talk to him about it. Oh, this yeah. other guy walks in, and he sits down and opens up a laptop. I'm like, what's happening? And so this other guy, we have <laughs> another Jose, 
I mean, it's actually Puerto Rican Jose. Jose B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he walks in without his laptop. I'm like, hey, Jose, where's your laptop? He's like, well, I can go home and get it. <laughs> and another guy walks in. And I go, did you bring a laptop too? He goes, yeah, is that okay? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I've got five people at the bar See? all with laptops the, working and drinking beer. The, yeah. the, the WeWork industry uh, or the, 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 the virtual working industry, there is a, there is, um, you know, like a community work locations kind of thing. It's like all the rage these days, but there is um, some of these types of uh, places that have craft beer on tap at your location. Uh, it's, it's all the rage among the millennials. And quite frankly, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in that generation, but I think it's brilliant because some days work sucks and a good beer will just sort of mill you out I and agree. you can just you know maybe respond i'm gonna come in here with an old-timey typewriter and be a hipster click 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 oh that's so funny well, i don't type very fast so i'll be like one key at a time <laughs> yeah. you'll be all right what do you call them knuckle draggers <laughs> ladder guys yeah. oh yeah knuckle draggers. <laughs> so let's talk about um some things that have been in the news lately with the brewing industry. One of the things that have come up is uh, trademarks. <laughs> trademarks, I, April and I, my wife, we call them the cancer of the brewing world because it's a constant fight to come up with the name of a beer or a brewery. And then after that, it's trying to make sure that nobody's using it. And if they are, they aren't. And then if it is, is it trademarked? And then is it a registered trademark? Is it just a TM trademark? And then what does it protect? All of those questions at once. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, I have a big mind. That's what the pin's for. Here you go. <laughs> that went all, this is like where I start like doing the weird like little clicking <laughs> yeah. thing with my thumb that you guys can't see. Um, no. Trademarks are, are designed to just like, you know, you were kind of alluding to um, identify the source of goods. And you don't want them to be con- confusingly similar, yeah, confusingly similar to the consumer, because you want them to know that you know anything that shows a name of Richter Aleworks is yours. Mm-hmm. You want them to understand that that is your brand, your beer, um, and so and that goes with anything, right? Um, which is so I can totally see why, especially with the amount of craft brewers that are coming out. And how difficult it is to come up with a name for a beer that's not being used elsewhere um, or, you know, within a particular region because some things could be regional. Um, One of the newest uh, cases that everybody is, you know, talking about seems to be, I think I even learned about this because I got a article through like, you know, Bloomberg email or something. Um, There are two breweries uh, or over in Louisiana, pretty much in that lovely uh, French quarter of New Orleans. And the, the issue is um, they're disputing over the uh, huge-ass beer versus big-ass beer. <laughs> so, and, and, right, like, the, the, the argument and the complaint is that a huge-ass beer and a big-ass beer, the words are synonymous, um, I the, can see why people get confused as to which one's the, which. Well, and I saw the pictures yeah. and they looked very identical. Same typeface. Yeah, the, the very similar typeface. Um, they they have them arched, you know, kind of like in a, a arching circle on the top. Um, Ooh, and got back. Yeah. <laughs> well, and see what happened uh, according to the complaint and what I've been able to kind of deduce a little bit is that they used to be in some sort of a business relationship, and it sounds like that business relationship went sour. Ooh. And and that can happen to anybody, yeah. right? You know, people kind of like looks parting ways, and it sounds like they were in some sort of a dispute uh, over some property or something. So they're, you know, they might as well be getting a divorce. Was, be- did either one of these guys trademark those names? Y- well, yes. So um, the the main the the plaintiff in this case is um, Nicholas S. Carano, Number One Inc. It's very interesting. Uh, entity name but nevertheless they have um trademarks for huge ass beer big ass beer and my favorite right now half ass beer (laughs) (laughs) the half ass beer is a 16 ouncer so i so i understand 
Um, wow. wow. 16 ounce is a half ounce. It's a half ounce beer. That could be some of the breweries out here with some of the well, breweries. I'm just saying, <laughs> you're in New Orleans. I mean, you know, when in Rome, you party, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Wow. Um, I need to go to New Orleans. Right? Well, didn't that yeah, piano bar have the cups that say huge ass beer on them or big ass beer? The piano bar that used to be at Westgate? Oh, here locally? Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know. Um, I guess I haven't sure. I guess I haven't seen that. But they they do have a federally registered trademark for huge ass beer and I think it's big ass beer. So I remember when I was going through some of my trademark disputes that one of the things my attorney told me that time was that a tra- a trademark pretty much trumps all. Is that a, a registered trademark yes. you mean? Yes. Yes. So by them having this already trademarked, how is this other company able to go and use it? Well, because they're, they see what they did, though, is they said giant ass beer. So then it all becomes so the whole thing about proving, is it going yeah, to confuse people? Yeah. Because I'm confused so, right now. So these, well, yeah. these, these companies, these, 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 <laughs> you I'm know, confused. bars are literally like just down the street from each other or they're, you know, very close oh proximity. Uh-huh. And so they're in close in proximity. They're selling to the same market. They're in the same area. I mean, they're, you know, mm-hmm. their uh, logos are very similar. So, I mean, if you're, if you're a tourist, right, and you don't know any better and you're like thinking in your mind, oh yeah, I think that place is called huge ass beer. Uh, or, you know, they have these huge ass beer cups. I want to go check it out. And then you see giant ass beer you're like oh maybe i was wrong yeah you know so, oh, so, so, it, so it's kind same of thing. like a yeah, yeah. right yeah. so they might think that maybe they were just mistaken remembering wrong um so there could be some initial interest confusion kind of thing um and and they don't you know they obviously especially since they're like might as well be getting a you know divorce and they're pissed off at each other um in that instance you know it, people could be could be an issue and so They've been utilizing these trademarks for like 20 years. Oh, wow. And so now you've got, you know, somebody just pissed off. And, and they allege that it's it's for revenge because, you know, the relationship soured. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Of I, course it is. I actually checked the docket today yeah. uh, before I came down here because I was really hoping that there was going to be an answer and negative. I was like very sad. I was very sad because I'm like, what is their response going to be to this? Uh, um, but, yeah, so, you know, you have to you do have to be very careful about. Um, the names that you come up with, how you use them, especially here locally in you know the Phoenix area, we're we're, we're giant metro area, but the community is still relatively small, mm-hmm. and you know you you can't have the same beer names, you can't you know be doing these things, and so it's really. But then how do you how do you police that right? Like how do you check? Because right now people check by they go to Google, right? And they Google you know is this brewery is this a brewery name is this a beer name. Or look it up on, on, uh-huh. on and, tap. It, and it's so hard sometimes because now a lot of these guys are that are they're home brewing and they'll go on to some of these sites and set it up as like Bob's Garage Brewing Company and I make a beer and call it you know I don't know Green Slime Beer, just right. for example. But it's not a business. It's exactly. not trademarked. So, so it's well, you nothing, can go in you know? and look in Google and it's like oh somebody's already using it and then you're like well wait a minute this is just some guy in his garage on the weekend he's not even a business, but because he's able to put on this site so at that point all right I'm gonna go and use it. So say, for example, that a brewery starts using green slime beer and then Bob eventually a year later decides, OK, I'm going to go ahead and go pro. I start a brewery. I want to use that name because I was using it a year before that other brewery started it. There's there's always the debate between first in use versus first to file. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there, there is always, always that debate and I think that it changed to first to file not too long ago although don't quote me on that because I'd actually have to go and double check um the trademark stuff is is uh part of my wheelhouse but usually I actually have to go and do some research Mm -hmm. I don't know it so much off the top of my head it's not your first concentration yeah no it's not but I think that that is I think that they changed it a couple years ago um to be a, a first a first to file um but then they'll have like a use date and then there's some debate about it and then you got to prove stuff and, you know, keeping your your specimen, because that's one of the things that the trademark um, people look for is they will ask you for um, your use in commerce. They want a specimen in order to get your trademark um, registered. 
they want to see a specimen of your your that's, name that's or whatever. What I had to do. You have to yeah. actually use it. You can't just trademark it and yeah. let it sit. And well, do you can. I think it's under a one B, and you can. Intent to use? Yeah, it's an intent to use, but that is a very limited time. I think it's like a year, roughly. I, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I so, think it's it's just shy. Of, I want to say it was almost like nine months or a little bit over. So you got to do something with it. Yeah, I you have Ford to do ran something into with that it. With the, the Shelby names and the Cobra name. Oh, for really? Example. Yeah, and so that's why they started making Mustangs that were named Cobras again. Because they were about to run out of not oh. having used it in so long. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You, you actually have to use it. You can't just, yeah. um, you know, like in domains, we see it all the time. We call it cyber squatting where they just, you know, take somebody's domain name um, and they just sit on it and do nothing. I mean, you know, it's you're Wait literally for someone just to buy it from them. Where were right. You, like, how long has it been? I don't even know. Probably 15 years ago, 20 years ago. <laughs> I registered BigHurt.com. Back in the day Ugh. when you, it was still so, so difficult to register a domain name. I, was called, I think it was called Internic, and it was like 140 bucks to register a domain oh, yeah. name. Yeah. So I registered BigHurt.com, and it was like, great. I registered his trademark. My favorite player was Big Hurt Frank Thomas. I was Chicago White Sox, and <laughs> I had this name. It was great, and I had a website, and it was awesome. And then I started getting phone calls and um, uh-huh. emails from people, and one day I get a phone call from this girl, and she's asking a whole bunch of really – really direct questions I'm like this is kind of weird and so finally at one point I go how did you find out about me she says well somebody gave this to me on my desk and told me to call and find out about it and I go where are you she goes uh I'm in Chicago okay thanks I was like oh shit that's not good <laughs> the next day I get a phone call from because I, I used to go to Chicago um a week every year for about five or six years back when we had our business work for my father and I knew this sports memorabilia shop, and I would go there, and I'd get some really cool stuff, And because I, I collected Frank Hurt and Big Hurt stuff. Right. So I used to buy stuff from this guy. So the next day, I get an email from him. He's like, hey, man, um, I want to make you aware that we just had a meeting with Frank Thomas's um, representation, his attorney, and um, we... We had gone in, and at the time, this guy, they had closed their sports memorabilia store, and they were going to start going into the whole um, setting of websites for people because back then, nobody knew how to make websites. Right. So they were going to go into this website, and because they had a relationship with Frank Thomas in Chicago, they're like, we're going to make a website for Frank Thomas, and we're going to go in and sell it to these guys, and he will represent you. And went in to register the domain name. He saw that I already had it, and he thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So when they go to have this meeting with Frank Thomas, his agent, and his people, they're like, hey, we have this whole idea, but um, we don't have the na- domain name because somebody else already has it. And his, his representation at the time, his agent, says, yeah, we're aware of the Phoenix guy. We'll have it by the end of the week. So he calls me and tells me this. He's like, so just be prepared. I'm like, yeah, it's weird because just yesterday I got this phone call from this girl from Chicago. The next day I get a cease and desist FedEx in the mail. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. So at that time, I could not find a single attorney who knew anything about Internet law. Yep. I tried and tried and tried, and I could not do it. And because I used to go to Chicago, one of the companies that was in our little organization in Chicago, his brother happened to be an attorney. Uh-huh. So I hired him. That turned into nothing more than a letter-writing camp- campaign between these guys. And I'm like, okay. And before I know it, my $100 you know, registered domain name has uh-huh. cost me already $2,400 yeah. in yep. emails and letters. You. And I'm thinking, well... Frank makes like what fifteen million dollars at the time every year, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. So ultimately, I had to give it back to him, and oh. I, so I've got a really cool signed um, and autographed, I call it, um, settlement framed and hanging <laughs> on my wall, <laughs> where I had to agree not to use the the, the term uh, the bigger and all kinds of things. If it had been five I know, yeah. If it been five years later, he he would have just bought it from you, you know. But I have or, one of the only you know. documents that Frank Thomas has ever signed that says Frank E. Thomas Jr. <laughs> wow, that's you know that's that's almost kind of like worth it. I know, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, did, it, I like, didn't even cash the check. I just I just framed it and hung it on my wall. Your children after so you funny. die will auction that off yeah. for some real money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's so. funny how things have changed because back then it was nobody knew anything about this, and it's constantly evolving. Are you? I mean, because you just went to Belgium not too long ago. Yeah, I was over. Um, there was a conference at the European uh, Union uh, there. Their, com- their European Commission over there. Were you there for Brexit? Uh, no, no, I was not there for any of the Brexit arguments. I was actually there for a content uh, mediation conference. So, or uh, mediation, um, that's not the word I'm looking for. Maybe this beer is really good tonight. Yeah, it's always good. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, was, that was some really good beer. Well, content you guys are content moderation. No, no, content moderation is, is yeah. what it is. And so you figure, like, Think of your your Facebook 
um, your Yelp, oh, your God. Twitter, your Snapchat, your yeah. any your single grinder. freaking <laughs> well yeah. grinder. Well, did you see the article about the Facebook moderators? I mean, they're all like damaged. It, yeah. Well, and that's from working okay, there. So I I have theories on that. Yeah. Um, the reason is is they 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 sit there too long. Because yeah. I represent website clients who have content on their on their sites, and yeah. um, and it's it's negative. Like you know, a lot of it can be negative. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and it, you do see stuff. I mean, for every person that's like, you know, this fucking website. Look at all the shit that they put up. You have no idea the shit that has not gone up that right. people have actually had to see and deal with. Um, and take and, down, yeah. and take down. Yeah. Well. If it doesn't get put up, like, cause it depends on your sites, right? Um, some of your bigger sites will have some sort of an AI uh, component to try to algorithmically monitor content. Problem is, is you can't AI your way around context, because just because there is a beheading, oh my gosh, that's a that's an atrocity, but is it newsworthy? Is it history? Do you want to erase history? I mean, that's, that's, that's why you have that whole debate right now, right, about um, the, the unfortunate incident that happened over, um, where, was, where was it? Were they, were they, the guy just went in and, like, shut up the mosque? New Zealand. Australia. New Zealand. Oh, yeah, yeah. New Zealand, yes. right. Yeah, New Zealand. Where they yeah. went and banned all the Christchurch, yeah. assault rifles. Right. Well, oh, that's a whole other story. That's, a, that's another podcast. We don't talk about politics, yeah, that's Joe. A whole, let's not go on that tangent. Let's not so, go on that that's tangent. Not no, that'll, that, that's like a yeah. rabbit hole for a different day. That's next day. week. That's next week. But, no, it's not. But no, seriously. So there's this whole debate right now, though, right? Like, people are, like, screaming, oh, my gosh, everybody saw this and blah, blah, blah. And, yes, it was an absolute atrocity. But it's not the fucking do, worst do, thing do, out there. Do, it's well, it's not. And do people do people not have the right to know that these things happen? Like, how do you raise awareness without it showing people what happens? Mm-hmm. Right. So there's so there's different. So there yeah. it could be. So it, it depends on context. Is it an extremist site saying, "Look at these cool things that we did"? No, that's fucking awful. But yeah. it, or is it somebody like you know saying, "Look how bad this is. We have to do something." That's a totally different context. But it's the same content it depends on how it's being used and you can't you can't ai your way around that right so you have to have eyeballs on this kind of stuff which costs a lot of money people are just like so quick to you know take a picture upload take a picture upload who's watching this stuff Mm -hmm. And, you know, well, and they, they get, have like, to hire a bunch of people for twenty dollars an hour and traumatize them to go through that well, stuff. Well, you know? and, and and again, that that goes to. I mean, I mm-hmm. I would recommend for for sites like that that they they limit those people's you know time. Like you know, put them on a three hour block and make them go do something else for the next three hours. Well, the problem I, is they subcontract it. It's a well, contracting company that yeah. does it, and then it's like oh, I've it's met someone s- else's problem. I've India. met some of those contractors um, yeah. at different content moderation mm-hmm. conferences where they yeah. you know come up. Just at what general. point is the yeah. owner held responsible? They're not. Really? So, so no. Um, website website content holders are, are not responsible for third party content. So this brings me to the whole Yelp section that we talk about a lot. Yeah. So let's go let's go down Yelp. that really bad rabbit hole because yeah, we're gonna get political right now. No, we're not going <laughs> no, political uh-uh. by any means. I know where he's going. Yeah, so we've Shit had this conversation a lot and every brewery <laughs> owner fucking hates Yelp. I hate Yelp. I hate when they call here and act like they're my friend and call me by name and hey Brandon buddy, what's going on? And then before I know it is Yelp and I'm like click. But yeah. it's everybody we, we we they're like the mafia. <laughs> Hey, buddy, I see you've got like these 17 really good reviews, but they're not showing up. But if you pay me like 100 bucks, I'll I'll make sure they show up at the top. Yeah. Yeah, so they can do that. There's a case in California called Leave It, Leave it versus Yelp. I think it made it to the Ninth Circuit. And yeah, they, they, they can do that. So as long as they're packaging it with services. So do they get away with this just because they can say I'm a third party and I have no I don't have my hands in this. We just offer the site. People come and make comments and people take it for what it's worth. Yeah. And we're just the middleman. Pretty much. But they're but they're making money from that. Well, yes. And they're but it's free to use. Yeah, but their service is not as good as it used to be. Because 10 years ago... Who cares I could, about their service? Well, 10 years ago, I could roll into a town that I've never been to before. I could look up on Yelp where to eat. And it's like, oh, these are the top three sites that show up. And I'll go there and, and it's going to be awesome. Right. Because it was reviewed well. And now I, go to, I roll into a town I've never been in before. I pull up the Yelp reviews. 
and I'll go to the one of the top three places, and it's terrible because they paid to get their good reviews on the top because they, they paid the protection money. Yeah. The terms, right? Oh, it's a nice place there. What, I'd hate to see it burn down. I'd hate to see your bad reviews come to the top, you know? Same thing, right? Yes. So you're saying money fixes things. Well, <laughs> it depends. It, it, yeah. The business is happy, Weird. but then the consumer doesn't get any useful information. So it goes both ways, right? Well, and that's why you can't just go to one particular site. Like if right. I'm, I mean, I'm, I've been in this industry, like in focusing on this section of the industry now for seven years, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, and consequently, you know, I, I've seen it sort of evolve and, and I know what goes on with the, the whole review industry. Um, you know, I, you have to read a couple of different things. I mean, you can't just go to one in particular site um, and and just trust everything you read because there are uh, companies that will pay people to write good reviews for them. Right. But they don't disclose it. They're supposed right. to, you know, like, you know, any kind of anytime you have any sort of an endorsement, uh, you're utilizing a influencer or whatever, you have to disclose that they're being paid. But that's recent. That's a recent new law, correct? Well, and no, that happened that's, after that's, the whole what's it, the fire a, festival. It's been well, yes, it's been <laughs> around, but they're the, they're starting to crack down on it a little more. So it's just yeah. it's just becoming because it's becoming a bigger issue. Yeah. I mean, look at all the different platforms that there are. Right. So, you, I mean, you, you can't just you can't just use one platform. You can't just use one site. You really need to be uh, take a look and sort of re- read through the reviews. And yes, you have to filter through a lot more information. Absolutely. You do. Um, unless it's like one of these independent review sites where, you know, that some food critic has gone into every single location and has written up whatever their experience was. And, you know, that is a one source of liability. You don't know who's writing the reviews. And so you always have to take everything with a grain of salt, good and bad, right? You, you can't just assume what you're reading on the Internet is, is, is truthful, accurate, or even useful. Said Abraham Lincoln. It used to be that way, though. That's why I'm sad. Well, it, it is. It did. Be. But see, yeah. now now the problem is, is everybody has access to the Internet mm-hmm. and not everybody's smart and everybody has a fucking opinion and opinions are like assholes and they all stink. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> I thought everybody had one. Mine doesn't stink. <laughs> you use baby wipes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do use baby wipes. I call them butt wipes. Yeah, you never know when you're so, you like, so there you go. I'm going to bring up this story about from a, a friend of mine, a fellow brewery, a fellow brewery owner. Um, he had somebody go in and write a Yelp review that he watched his manager sell cocaine to a customer in their restaurant and then went on Yelp and, and wrote that. And he's like, what the fuck? There's no way that happened. And so they called the manager. He's like, no, I gave the guy a Band-Aid. So they're like, well, let's go back and let's let's check out the let's check out the reviews. So I'm sorry, to check out the the video. So they actually went back, pulled his video, and he's like, okay, yeah. He goes, yeah. The guy cut his finger and he asked for a band aid. So the manager went and got a band aid, and gave the guy a band aid. Well, somebody went on and wrote this thing and said, no, we watched him sell cocaine. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what to do. How do I combat this? You know, can I can I contact oh. Yelp? Can I do I have to file suit because. That's the last thing he wants is saying that drug deal is going down in his brewery because right. he'll lose his license or get shut down. No, it wasn't you, Joe. <laughs> you gave me a band-aid. I know, huh? Tape. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was, like it was me. Yeah, but so that was shocking to me. That happens. I mean, so it, yeah. it, how, how do you, as a, as a brewery or a business owner, how do you handle something like that? Well, I mean, there's, there's a couple of different things that you can do. I mean, one is... It, do the, the question always comes down to first of all, do you know who wrote it? And generally like, not, because people can come in and I mean we've got some bullshit um, reviews. I mean we know this person hasn't been there. We go back through the videos and we look. This person was never here. Right. And we'll track it down. We'll say, oh yeah, I remember that guy. No, he wasn't even here that time. No, he didn't. This everything was fine. No, that yeah. person never showed up. So we know some of these are bullshit. Right. And. I mean, a lot of them are bullshit. Sometimes, okay, it might have been rightly, but people like to embellish as well. Of course. So that's also another thing is like how, how because they can go on and write their opinion of it, and that's their opinion. It wasn't fact. Yeah. yeah. But so, maybe, maybe they were in a bad mood that night too. Yeah, but then they go and post right? it on something, and it's negatively influencing other people to come to our establishment. Right. 
So you shouldn't believe Assmaster69 in his opinions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we, we've That's had several runs, oh. run-ins with people like that, and we know their ones are bullshit. And we, I, I'm always asking when people come in here and they say this is their first time or whatever else, and I always ask them, how did you find out about us? More than half, probably a good 75% of the time, they always go, I looked at, I looked you up on Google. It's not even Yelp, and I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, Google is better than Yelp now for uh-huh. that, Yeah, I but think. some of the people actually come in because Google's the making ones strides. we know that are bullshit. Google's making strides yeah, to, to, the to ones we know that are reviews, bullshit, yeah. we will reply back to them. I don't because I just want to say, fuck you, you fucking liar. Right. My wife's more PC than I am, and she went through you know training and shit like that to respond to these people. So, uh-huh. so she calmly does it in a much more polite right. way. Right. And she calls them out, but she's been baited into some of these people making comments, and Wed did this. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. We have you on video. You were not here for 20 minutes. You were here for two hours. No, you did not have four beers. You had six. You did not offer this to us. So we were able yeah. to call them out on it, and, yeah. they, and they just fight and fight and fight. And we're like, this is bullshit. But the benefit sometimes we get from that is that people love the fact that we went into defend ourselves right. and make those comments. Like, we love the way you handled that and we wanted yeah. to come see that. Yeah. But sometimes people will actually say, oh, I, I heard about this, this story that happened about you. Is, is that true? And I'm like, no, it's not. Whether you believe me or not, that's one story. Right. And at what point do I say... You know, no, that was complete bullshit. We're trying to take it down because we already pretty much know that with Yelp you can't. There's well, not with, a lot to with do. any with any website you they don't technically just have because to. they're a third party. Yeah. So by being a third party, you can almost wash your hands of anything. Pretty much. So when these people, we have a we have a private Facebook group from all the Arizona local breweries, uh-huh. and the comments come up a lot of times. I was contacted by Yelp. If any of you guys ever paid them to. Um, squash these bad ones and promote your positive ones 99% of the time it's always no and they're like yeah that's pretty much what we thought too Yeah. and I always feel sad for the people that actually are willing to pay these people money because shakedown. it's complete yeah exactly it's a complete shakedown it's complete bullshit I'm like why did you just throw $500 at this company because you're so worried about what these fake people made comments whether they are these, what they call professional yelpers, that people who purposely oh, go in, yeah, 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 and and purposely go in to find fault just to get free gift cards. Yep. I want to do that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there's there's actually multiple articles about people doing that, and that's you know as business owners, that's what sucks. Um, you know, people people can come in, and there's a couple of different ways you can look at it. One. Business owners sometimes like not everybody's like you, right? Where you're, where you're here, you've got hands on, you've got family here. You know, this is this is a family-run business, and you know, but but when you have other people that can come in and just you know have um, different people working for them. Let's say, for example, like you know, maybe you opened up multiple locations. Mm-hmm. You can't always be everywhere. You're going to have to hire people. Maybe some of the people that you hire suck at life they're just dicks or maybe something happened in their life right and they're just having like a really rough day and and you know everybody can have bad days and customers sometimes have completely unrealistic expectations i mean no shit i cannot make this up some person complained about a resort because the beach was too sandy (laughs) okay this is no i'm i'm telling you Yeah, yeah 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 the beach was too sandy Oh my or God. or the um the the the, <laughs> the 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 brochure for the water park didn't say that you had to bring your own towels. I mean, like some of the common sense shit. People are fucking stupid. Yeah. Idiocracy is like, becoming true. Know, well, and that's a, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, you have these you have these people who, and I'm not saying that this is the masses, you know, but there are these people that are either just off having bad days, whatever. They're gonna sit down. Because that's the only way they can vent. It's and so outlet, yeah. it's their outlet. And so, and, and unfortunately, because we're becoming a digitox society, and meaning digital toxation, like we're addicted to our electronics. Um, and that's an actual very real problem. Um, perhaps another podcast for another day. But uh, people get so addicted and wrapped into their phones oh, and what they're saying. This guy's over here, like on his <laughs> phone right now, cracks me up. He's talking to his ladies. He's I've like, been hey. on that for a while. I 
actually trying to yeah. touch my phone less. I'm yeah, less me too. Less, me too. I've been, you know, people are like, why didn't you, about your penis why did you respond? Why did you Oh, hey. <laughs> single now, Woo. ladies. Oh, no, Lord. Phone. Lord, he, he, he did say phone, but not over I here. Not over here to my left. Yeah. Not over my That's a euphemism. My left's got some stuff going on. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. so, my phone needs to be worked more. It is, but it is a problem for business owners. And, you know, your question is like, how do you deal with that? Yes. So, I mean, the options are one, you do nothing. You just have to sit back and take it. Well, you could, because because <laughs> just ignore it. Which, just bend well, over. Well, with, in some cases, it's without the Vaseline. <laughs> but I, what I'm saying though is, you <laughs> have you you have oh my goodness. And you this is what happens when I see this is what happens when I sit at a table with three guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. no, the, but. It, it, it is. It, you, you could just take it and deal with it because you know that your establishment is so good and you're going to get better reviews. Uh-huh. Um, your other option is to do, you know, in some cases what you do, filter it, like figure out which ones are really bothering you, which ones you can totally like, counter and explain that. Because for me, if I see a review that I think is bad and I'm like, whoa, this place just said that they have bed bugs. Like I read a review like that today when I was like looking at, at hotels because I've got to fly out to Texas tomorrow yeah. so I was like okay I gotta find a last minute hotel found this location it was like, eh, you know so so hotel but I don't I don't care like I just need a place to sleep and I'm reading through the reviews and one says has bed bugs and I'm like nope yeah. <laughs> nope Off the list. only because I have been bitten the shit out of by bed bugs before so I'm uh. like no <laughs> no yeah yeah it's freaking awful I and sorry about that too, it's but anyway, oh, god it's awful yeah. but nevertheless like you know I mean I, I had to go through and, and, and pick up. What the hell was I saying? I had a point, and I was like, I had the bed bugs, and I just <laughs> got me all creeped out. Shady hotels, about. just bending yeah. over and taking it when yeah. they make yeah. comments like that. With those yeah, so I mean, so they, I mean, they could, they could, they could respond and explain, like, you know, if I saw something that's like, you know, no, this absolutely isn't true. You know, we've we've already checked. We've had maintenance in there. Da 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 da. And some businesses will even go as far to the extent that it's a free, you know, platform to utilize. They'll say, like, look. If you're reading this, come in. Come into our establishment. Check us out. They'll almost use it as an advertisement. Because, wow. because when people are looking for something online, right, they're not looking for what's great. They're looking for what could go wrong. Like me, I'm looking for the bed bug place. Right. I'm like, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to get yeah. the bed bugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I am looking. A place to sleep. So That's I'm, all I care about. So I'm looking yeah. for, you know, what could go wrong. So if somebody comes back and counters and says, you know, this was an issue, we've addressed it, or that employee is no longer with us and we're very sorry that you've had this experience and please come back and give us another try. Chances are, at least for me, I'm going to be like, all right, you know what? Shit happens. I'm going to go give it another shot. I'm not just going to rule it out like I'm one and done. I'm going to go check it out. Are you staring at Big Bug Hotel? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, they didn't come back and say no, they addressed it. But right? they, exactly. They didn't. Yeah. So yeah. so in a way, what you're telling is that it is good to address some of these things when they yes. are complete bullshit. Yes. Because if you just leave it, it's almost more of a negative. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's but, unanswered. but then you're yeah, right. And then what's the perception of when something's unanswered? So you should police, you, you know, you should run a search on the, the major search engines being Google, being um, you know, DuckDuckGo, Yahoo, check these out. See, and Yelp, yeah. <laughs> well, and well, and Yelp, but the Yelp, Yelp. Yelp is not a search engine. Yelp is a, is a platform. So, right. um, you know, you'll see kind of Trip what's go, what's going on. TripAdvisor. I just kind of disagree with you though, as far as when it comes to whether you want to fight it or not fight it, because I think if you're fighting it, you're almost admitting guilt, or you're trying to defend something that you shouldn't. See, that's tough because. Well, that's why I said you gotta you gotta like determine you gotta, which you gotta, ones which are really yeah. yeah you gotta because pick your battles. In, in, pick inside your battle, me, yeah. I want to fucking fight you. I just want to tell you fuck because off. it's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. But that's the that's the sad point is that some guy can sit there and, and just make comments and make comments and make comments. You know, like these are fucking bullshit. I want to fight you, and I've I've actually gone to attorneys and asked how should we combat this, and one of the things they said was just ignore it, just because it's going to cost you a lot of money to yep. fight it. Sorry you had a negative experience. Yeah. And so, but, but, but don't come back. Seriously, I want to fight this because no, you, you, you said some bullshit. You're flat out lying. Yeah. This is complete bullshit. And I want to prove it to you. But prove it to who, though? That Yeah, that's kind of the who, point. Who, who exactly. Yeah. The, 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 few, the five or six people who are just 
making the comments and are agreeing with it. And in the end, a lot of people will find out the truth and they'll know. Right. And, and, yep. it's like, and so that's a lot of times we'll tell people, you know what, come and talk to me and I yep. will tell you exactly what it is. Yep. If you want to hear one side of the story and then hear my side of the story and figure out what's the truth between it, that's fine. But you can't take one side of the story and just run with it for fact. The, the problem with reviews for business owners, especially when they're small business owners, your business is your baby. Yep. And so you want to protect it like your baby. Mm -hmm. And you have a very uh, emotional, you know, you have an emotional tie to that business. It's, it's almost you gotta like let your kids grow the fuck up. Though. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just saying. But it's, it's like it, you know, it any attack on your business feels like a direct personal attack on you. And of course, you're going to be upset. That makes absolute total sense. That's why, uh, you know, I recommend to a lot of clients, you step out of the situation. You have somebody else handle those responses for you. Wow. That's but, some free legal advice but right you, there. But you, but you have to find somebody that's not going no. to go and have everybody have a middle finger. So I, I can be I've eloquent at times. But, but you see what I'm saying? Because then at least it's being addressed. And like he said, it's like, you know, we're really sorry you had a bad experience. And you see that all over mm -hmm. the place. Um, you know, and that but is. You're not going to get free shit. Option. I'm sorry you had exactly. a bad experience. If you want to exactly. try again, try again. If not, I go up the road, go somewhere else. Yeah. So <laughs> we're we're hearing stories. I don't even know something's going Apparently on. Kevin's something's driving going on. Everybody home. Yeah. There we go. Because we're all about safe. <laughs> so safety first. We talked another time when this other point came up, where that um, I don't want that. I want to. I want to. I want a man no, size. A anyway. Um, so. Where occasionally we get these oh, we get these reviews, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "What the hell is this review? This is fake. I wasn't even yeah. open on this day. How am I getting a review? Well, this didn't happen." <laughs> Simple. There and you then, go. I wasn't then, even open on that day. You're yeah, fucking crazy. And then a day later or two days later, all of a sudden I get a call from Yelp or Google. Hey, buddy, we see you got a bad review. Hey, we can fix that for you. And you were the one that brought it up to me that <laughs> these things are fake, and that's their selling tool. Yep. <clears throat> so. There is there is a entire reputation management industry, and if you have a bad review, chances are some mofo from some place is going to call you and promise you being able to take stuff down, being able to suppress it online, um, uh, being able to remove it from the internet completely. That's almost an entire dissertation on a separate day in and of itself, because there is. Um, you know, there, and I don't want to. I don't want to cast reputation management uh, as 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 a whole as a negative because there are on there are companies that are on the up and up, and for those companies, I'm so very thankful that they do exist because some people do need some PR help. They don't know how to, you know, get online and help their own SEO to where they have better search results and that kind of stuff. Reputation defender. Um, so. <laughs> So, yeah, like, <laughs> no. Um, so, hypothetically speaking, if, say, somebody you know, like an ex or something, has a bunch of naked pictures of themselves and all this other shit on the line, they can oh, call this new law for that. Removed. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying it's they called put revenge up, porn? I'm saying they put yeah, it on 13 themselves don't do it. they had their own company. Don't do it, Joe. I'm not going to. I don't fucking do that shit. I don't put my wiener out on the internet. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saying, saying they did it themselves. I'm saying they did it themselves because they had to hide their stuff. <sighs> that's a oh, revenge porn is a whole no no that's not revenge porn so I think Annette's going to be a regular because we this is going to come there's like up so the much well and it, but I'll it is it's so prevalent this. like internet crap everyone's like wait you're an internet lawyer and then they're like so you work online I was like well doesn't everybody work online these <laughs> you days you work for Facebook um, <laughs> and I don't but I have I have friends that work for Facebook <laughs> so I mean there's there's yeah the, it's not the internet is not going away these problems are going to continue to be around um, the ways you address it are going to continue to evolve as the laws continue to evolve. Um, you know, right now, under the current law, uh, web platforms do not have to take content down. But sometimes they do have um, terms of service that will allow certain things to come down. So if you are, are getting, you know, flamed on some particular site, mm -hmm. um, first place to go is, is check their terms of service. Now, you have to remember, though, they are literally just the middleman. So just because you come and say something's false doesn't mean it is. Same, same reason that just because somebody says something is true doesn't mean it is. Mm -hmm. And they, they are no judge, jury, nor even have the, the appropriate uh, you know, tools to assess somebody's situation. I mean, half the time the courts don't even, 
we're all old enough at this point at this table to remember O.J. Simpson, right? Yeah. The O.J. Simpson trial? He was, okay. he so, was innocent. Was, yeah. <laughs> so, right. Well, but, mm-hmm. you know, we all as a population seem to think the court got that wrong. But it, it's... I don't know. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. The glove didn't fit. So he must have you quit. Beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah. But, I mean, so courts don't always get it right. You know, people don't always get it right. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me, Annette, like, when do I litigate this? <laughs> I don't ever want to go to litigate because that well, has a lot of money. It is. And that's the thing. Like, I, people think I'm crazy, but I am one of the lawyers that absolutely hands down will not take somebody's money to litigate a, a, um, no win scenario. A, a defamation case because no. you, you're not really going to get it taken down. You might get it taken down temporarily. And a lot of times you can just work with the platforms themselves. You have to find somebody who's in the industry who actually uh-huh. knows what they're doing, though. Mm-hmm. You can't go to your brother's cousin who happens to be a lawyer. Chances are, unless they pr- you know, practice in the Internet law space in this particular niche area. Is that a My Cousin Vinny reference? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, kind of. Okay. Well, but at least <laughs> My Cousin Vinny, that guy won. In yeah. the cases I see, yeah, these the attorneys girl. write, and the shit I see come across my desk, I'm like, did you eat paint chips for fucking breakfast? (laughs) Because seriously, you didn't do a lick of research. They didn't even Google this shit because if they did, they would not be making the claims and the statements and the threats that they are in these letters. Well, for the defamation thing and not being able to take it, take it down. It reminds me of the Barbara Streisand effect. Oh yes. Streisand effect is what I get to tell everybody about all the time. It's my favorite. So you can look up Barbara Streisand on the internet. You can see pictures of her house, like satellite photos. of her I actually did see uh, a a picture. I saw that. I follow an Instagram thing. She decided, I don't want to have people seeing pictures of my house. And so she tried to sue everyone out of existence to take the pictures down guess what they're everywhere now it's on wikipedia yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I, I mean it should have been on my instagram feeds i could care yeah. less i don't care where she lives i don't well i, don't, I know but I can't stand her. the thing is she tried so hard to take it down yep. that it spread everywhere well and that's that's so. that's like the you know the big ass beer case yes it's yeah. now part i mean it was in it was in bloomberg it's been in a couple of other articles it's now on uh, the U.S. District Court site, which, I mean, I can access for a few bucks. Um, yeah. And a lot of times, a lot of other platforms are starting to put out. So your name, when you Google it, I mean, I've represented a couple of clients. And if you, you know, search my name, you're going to find cases that I represented clients in, even here locally, um, just because my name is on a pleading. So this and is almost like the it. next version of bad publicity is still Positive publicity because you light a fire under something that was Somebody knows something who you are, so right? small, it blows up, and now we're yep. in the age of everything going viral. Yep. Yep. That this story that nobody knew anything about, something so small, it blows up and becomes yep. a giant news story. Yep. Yeah, but the Streisand thing was the first thing that went viral. It was like the very mm-hmm. first example of that. You know, that's why it's called the Barbara the, Streisand that's effect. A, yeah, they yeah. they call it Streisand effect. And yeah. we Never actually heard that we actually <laughs> explained to courts what that is in a lot of our pleadings. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah in arguments. Yeah, you we're just like we're just like, yeah, this thing. guy's mad. Yeah. But you know what? He just made it ten times worse for himself because he pled his complaint, which you need to do, right, with some specificity. And perhaps they utilized a copy of whatever it is that they're upset about, and it's in the pleading. Well, guess what? The pleading's public records. Right. So it's out there for everybody to see. Even if it comes down, somebody can get a, still get a hold of it. And now so, he's made so much noise that yep. now people are going to talk about it, yep. and suddenly it's publicized, yeah. and people are writing articles and, about and, it. And, and, and that's First Amendment. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn America. Yep. I love the Constitution. <laughs> I don't care about the Second Amendment. Friend. I like my right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is fascinating because that is so true. Like for us, because we've been, you know, we've had some stories told about us. Right, right, right. Some was complete bullshit. Yeah. And complete lies. Not and the I, ones I tell. No, of course not. <laughs> but I've gone and, and talked to attorneys and say, how do we combat this? Should we fight this? Because in my heart, in my, in my mind, yeah, I want to fucking fight this because that's yep. what I wanted to do. Yep. But it was just that same thing as like, you're going to spend a lot of money chasing after this. And all you're going to do is draw more attention to this. Cause eventually it's almost like it goes away and it's, but it's like, all right, but by just fading away, are you admitting, are you admitting faults? And so it's hard to take the high road sometimes. Yeah. And as a business owner, this is, this is our baby. Right. As a brewery industry, we, this is our blood, sweat and tears literally. And it's hard because when somebody talks negatively about you or spreads lies about you or makes stories about you that are not true, you want to go in and do it. Yep. But at the time, the people who are making the comments 
have nothing to lose where right. I would have everything to lose by combating that and fighting it. Yep. And so we decided to take the high road on some of these topics mm-hmm. and, and like, you know what, we're just going to, we're just going to keep plugging along and we're just going to do our thing because if you've got a question, come talk to me and I'll tell you what happened. Right. But if you want to take some little, you know, trolls story for the fact, I'm sorry, you're kind of dumb. Right. Well, yes. and just, just, just think of it this way. Like you can't please everybody nope. all of the time. That is the key to failure. Right. And so you have to start thinking like, who is your ideal client and fuck everybody else. Mm-hmm. You work towards that client, that customer, your niche. And, and, and it doesn't yeah. matter yeah. who else, because those people that are your regulars, the ones that are going to come in, the ones that are going to support your they're business. They're going to tell their friends. They're going to tell their friends, here. and their friends are going to tell their God, friends. I love the way this just turned. I'm trying to bring it back, but this is exactly what happens because yeah. I have this conversation with a lot of other brewery owners. Yeah. That when people go on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is, and these people like to rip apart a brewery and talk shit about these breweries, you look around, and we've had the conversation. We're sitting in, our, in this guy's brewery, and we're like, are any of those guys in here? And I'm like, nope. No. They're not paying your bills. They're right? not paying my bills. So why waste an effort? or why wa- waste the breath? Exactly, because yep. they don't matter. Mm-hmm. They like to try to puff their chest and be cool and try to be cool to their other six friends, you know, making these mm-hmm. comments. And But in the end, it doesn't matter because... I don't think most of them even have six friends. I can, yeah. guarantee, <laughs> I can guarantee you this shit they say online is not anything they'll say to your face. Yeah. No. So you need to be I like, wish I'm, I'm kind of miss old school haters justice. Haters yeah, I mean, say it to my face and I get to knock you out. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm condoning violence. Wait, who are you right. knocking out? <laughs> I'd be afraid. Maybe of, him. I'd be afraid. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be afraid to fight both of them. <laughs> Yeah. No, she looks pretty serious. Yes. She could do some damage. And that kind of brings us, I mean, I, I didn't really want to touch this, but I'm going to. I mean, our, our last interview, well, actually, by the time this airs, is going to be a couple months ago, was was this interview we did with a, a local brewery that got into heat for some of the comments they made. And we had a, we already had a, an interview scheduled with him weeks before. And it just, and I say by luck or by curse, it just happened to be that day that yeah. we went and Time. did this podcast. Timing. Exactly. Yep. And... You know, as much as I want to, like, I'm not a reporter. I'm not going to drill you. Was this true? Did you say this? You know, it, it, that's not what it is. We yeah, just give the platform for talk. it. Yeah, let him But talk. also because I'm, I want to be unbiased in doing this podcast, and it's not related to my brewery. I mean, I use it as examples, but I let people talk. I let them say their side of the story, and, and the people who listen take it for what it's worth. Right. doesn't mean I agree with them. doesn't mean I don't agree with them or support them or not support them. Right. And it's not like you're vetting this kind of stuff before you're sitting down having these yeah. conversations. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is pretty people. organic. We, I mean, I'll yeah. make a list of stuff I want to talk about. And right. I, I'm lucky if I touch 50% of it because sure. we go off on something else and something yeah. else comes up. And that's yeah. a good point. And it's just also these are some of these opinions are mine. Some are Joe's. Some are Kevin's. Some of them are whoever we have on that right. week. I'm not sorry for my opinions. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know, you just let them talk. Yeah, exactly. So, but in the end, like you said, this is our baby. We always want to protect it. There is really no easy way to say do this, do that, don't do that. If you got a lot of money, awesome. Go co- go talk to an attorney if you can. We have a guild attorney, and we bounce ideas off of her. And I've I've done that several times of mm-hmm. what I should do. I when you come in. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, hey, wait, I got some more questions. Let me answer you more questions. Here, have another beer. You're fine. Let me let me ask you this question because I, I love this. And it will work for beer. Do you yes. do any criminal stuff? No. Damn it. But I, but I have some amazing referrals. All right. What about family law? I need. I, I no. I do have amazing Fuck. referrals. Sorry, buddy. I'm out. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna have you back for sure. All right. Because uh. There's going to be so many questions, and I'm sure that a lot of people who might listen to this might have a lot of questions, and I have a feeling that this might be the first time we actually get an email of somebody asking us a question about how to handle this. Right. Because this is a topic, I wouldn't say majority, but on a regular basis, no matter what brewery owner I'm hanging out with, somehow the topic comes up of whether it's Yelp, positive, negative reviews, gossip, somebody telling stories about us. The shit comes up and we talk oh, about yeah. it and we yeah, do yeah, yeah. not like it. And a lot of people want to fight it. Some people just want to let it go. Some people are like, well, what can I do? How do I even handle this kind of stuff? Right. Yeah. Well, and and it, to the extent that, you know, I, I, we can kind of have some generalities on, on podcasts, that's fine. 
Um, I'm not like trying to do a selfish plug, but I do have like a, you know, a, a, a consult fee that's pretty much for an hour. We can sit and bullshit kind of like we're doing now, but we can actually get into the more nitty gritty of a particular situation. And yeah, you know, how many beers does that take? <laughs> I don't think I would be talking anymore if I had that many beers. <laughs> but it's, it's actually, have I mean, comparatively <laughs> it's it's not it's not that you know it's it's a it is a reduced rate consultation fee yeah it's a and, one and hour kind of thing yeah, yeah it's a one hour thing and i can and i can explain i can usually get people to understand really where they're at what their options are i mean like i said i'm not going to litigate it but depending on the situation the, there may be things that you can do to get stuff taken down be it demand letters be it I mean, sometimes you get imposters, right? People are like making up sites to look like you to be yes. to be dicks. I've had those and too. So, well, but depending on how they're doing that, you can use intellectual property like trademark and copyright issues and things like that to actually get stuff taken down. Um, yeah. Everything is on, you know, I have to evaluate on a case by case basis, sort of see what's going on. But th- there are opportunities um, to be able to do that. So to the extent that you don't find somebody in the future that can help, you know, I'm always available. And to, how to do they out. reach out to you? Um, Kevin is actually going to put it on uh, on in the show notes. In the yeah. show and notes, there'll be links in the show notes in your yeah. Podcast but uh, or if you just look up Annette BB, um, turns out there's actually a couple of me. Uh oh. Yeah, Uh-oh. there is. There's a there's a couple of me. Um, not Mimi's, but can you trademark um, your name? <laughs> you act, in some instances you can trademark your name because I got um, denied because. Yeah. They, your name the, is the trademark the trademark office said you cannot well trademark te- a surname. Y- yes, technically, but if you're utilizing it as like a business purpose, like uh, so, I do have a client that has a name trademark. Um, but you, you is very rare. It's it's actually a pretty rare instance. I got done that that three times. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, bullshit. Y- you, uh, Thanks, you're Obama. not like a public figure yet. Um, I'm a pseudo celebrity. You know so. <laughs> You're like, I'm a big deal in small circles. Uh-huh. I'm a big um, deal in Peoria, Arizona. Hey, you know? Yeah. You got to start somewhere, right? Yes. So, but like right now I can see why that's an issue. But yes, you can, you know, you can check out on the show notes. Um, my uh, contact yeah. information will be there. You can yeah. always come and chat with uh, Brandon. Come in here, buy a beer, hang out. Yeah. BS. And he'll be like, oh yeah, I got her card. I'll hook you up. Yeah. We'll, we'll schedule um, consultation hours with Annette at the bar and you can come in and <laughs> hang out and buy her a beer and pick her brain. You have to buy all of us a beer though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put the links on uh, thebeerside.com too. In, if, if you can't see them in your podcast client, but you should be able to. But. Cool. Right on. Well, this is fun. Thank you, Annette. You're I really welcome. appreciate you doing this. No, it's been fun. It's been fun. I, I enjoy it. Um, right on. For the next one, can you dumb it down a little bit for me so I can participate <laughs> more? <laughs> All right, got it. Barney style. Just so you Check. Know, way lower. Purple. Yeah. Well, All next right. next time we'll talk about revenge porn for you. It wasn't revenge <laughs> porn. Oh my god. <laughs> He's like, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. No. Was it hot at least? No, no. no. I'll tell you guys off this thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get the story, guys. We're gonna get the story. All right, bye, guys. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye.